GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches every Friday. It's free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour. Got my tiny co-host here who walked around today, so he's super tired. Unlike normal, he's exhausted this evening. So we go live. We we try the participatory nature of the Internet, so thanks to the people who are part of the show. We go live every weeknight. Uh, we do that because uh, we pretty much go live daily. This is episode 1,500 and some number. And that's uh, because we've got some some goals with this show. We, we attempt to do some things each evening. And uh, we go live. We don't script this thing. We're not preparing it. We're not offering some kind of uh, well-presented product as much as workshopping and creating a place for conversation each evening. Uh, we do it at midnight so that we own the time slot. We can go as long as we want and ideally bring people in, have long conversations, talk about two-way, talk about guns, and talk about what's going on in the world out there. So uh, tonight's Tuesday and on Tuesdays we talk about 2A. So tonight it is also the first what is this? Yeah, this is the first Tuesday of April, although it's the 5th of April already. Uh, it's been a while since we've looked at the calendar, so we're going to be heading over to the calendar. Uh, and let's jump over there now. So we'll move this over a little bit, and I'll wiggle this piece over to here. If I bring out our other co-host, Sharon, screen Sharon, uh, that'll bring our screen up on the screen here. We'll move the puppy can down below. And there we are, looking over at gun calendars. Our, our, uh, one of our websites, it's not in great repair right now. It's uh, in distress because uh, the thing I've been using kind of broke down and it's gonna cost money to, uh, to use the one I was using, and I don't really feel like paying the cost of it. So uh, I've been using a, a temporary fix and it doesn't work very good at all. So we're just going to use some of the pieces of the website, not the main calendar, which is like I say, kind of broken right now. So we're heading over to firearms events of 2023 and we'll scroll down. We've already had Big Sandy, we already had Blade Show, uh, the gun makers match happened, wait, no, it did not. So that's where we've got something coming up. So we got these things out of order, but 
Oh man, I got them all out of order. But let's take a look. This month is April. We know we have the Wanamaker Gun Show just happened last weekend. Which you would have been able to attend that. We've had the uh, I Gold happen last weekend. I gotta edit this because it's driving me nuts. This is definitely out of order. So, what happened to it? Okay. Gunmakers match. This one. Oh, look, I can use blocks. Good. So now it goes down to April. Yeah, I had these things all out of order. So this one goes to April. iGold can go up to March, and now we're in much better shape. All right, so we uh, have a couple of rallies. The next one is looks like it's going to be the Missouri Gun Rights Rally Day at the Capitol on April 19th. And that's our last one that I'm aware of for the year. So we've had the Virginia, Citizen, uh, the Virginia Citizens Defense League uh, rally, the Lobby Day in Virginia. We had the Arizona 2A rally. We had the West Virginia Lobby Day. All of the, well, those were in February. Then in March, uh, the uh, rally to defend the second in Minnesota was just a, on the 25th. And then I Gold was on the 29th just last week. Uh, the Missouri one is coming up, and that'll be all we got. Unless anybody knows about some new ones, uh, I'll do a quick search. So we'll type in uh, Second Amendment rally. And we'll go to past month. We got the Arizona one. The Tennessean. What does the Second Amendment know? Minnesota, Nashville, that's an anti-gun rally. Minnesota activist rally at Arizona Capitol. All right, so nothing new there. Uh, let's go to news. Is events one of the things? No. Dozens rally is gun restrictions, so not too much. Uh, we, I heard something that there's they're trying to rally something up um, uh, with the antis for the NRA show. But they say that every year, and the display is usually pretty minor and uh, quick. Like, they'll show up, they'll do their photo ops, and then they book out of there before there's any kind of debate or any kind of um, real presence, so to speak. Right, so in addition to these rallies, we had Big Sandy, did not happen, it was canceled. Then we had the Blade Show in Texas. Uh, I should have probably put on here, and I'm going to now think about it. I'm going to jump over to Instagrams. There's quite a few things that get mentioned on Instagrams. And you know what I'm not doing, which I should be doing, is making a folder wow look how long instagram's taken that's how slow my internet is Whew. look how long that took 
took forever. Wow, it's still coming up. It's still loading. That's how long it's taken. So I'm going to go to my save folders, and I do have one called calendar, but that's mostly my calendar events. We'll take a look at the ones for April here, and we'll put some of those into the calendar. However, I'm going to open up Instagram again, even though it's taken forever, and we're going to take a different look around Instagram. Come on, Instagram. There you go. All right, so uh, we got the Gunmakers match coming up in Pennsylvania in, on the 22nd. So we'll see uh, if anybody shows up that we know at that one. Uh, then we, that's uh, the third annual. The next events I have are on May. Quite a bit of things happening in May. You got Shootaw, which is an event up in Utah. You got Train and Learn in Missouri uh, in May 26th. And then the NRA meetings are in April uh, in Indiana. Oh, so I got those out of order also. So let's edit those. Wait, could I get this list out of order by any more? Holy crap, that's out of order. So the NRA meetings, oh, you know why? Because I had the NRA, the NRA meetings were the same weekend as the train and learn last year. And that's where they were in the list last year. And I just updated it, but didn't shift, didn't shuffle things around. So going back to view the page there, how am I going to do this? I'm going to go to my saved again. And this time I'm going to go to the the main saved ones. And we'll just take a look for events in here. Okay, so going back to here, we have the NRA is the coming up next weekend. The weekend after is the gun makers match. So one of the things I want to put in here is the ammunition show. So we'll definitely be putting the ammunition show in here. Ammunition collector show. I thought I put that in here. See, that's what happens. That's why you got to go do this once in a while. So we'll get the uh, cartridge show in here. That's coming up next weekend. See, it would have been great to get in the uh, vehicle or to get out on the road and be able to be at Wanamaker last weekend and then be in. Uh, St. Louis for this show this weekend. Actually, it's happening right now, 5th through the 8th. Dang, that's why I was trying to get a hold of them before the show, and I wasn't able to because it's happening starting tomorrow. Damn it. Really, really cool. Uh, I'm going to try to go live and talk about some of the stuff that's happening at that show again because there is such a, neat, uh, such a large amount of cool stuff happening over there. All right, well, so there's that, and then we'll go back to the list and see what else we're missing. So we got Blade Show coming up in June. We got Thunder on the Prairie coming up in June. We've got OFAST, which is the Oklahoma Full Auto and Trade Show. It's been going on for years. That's coming up in June. July has the MAGA first annual convention, has Armed Women of America's National Convention, in Missouri, the 
Veterans Top Shot is coming up in September. Dragon Man's Machine Gun Shoot is in September. AmCon is in September up in Phoenix, along with the Gun Rights Policy Conference. TriggerCon is that same weekend up in Kansas. Uh, Blade Show is coming up, the Blade Show West is coming up in October. And then the Kalash Bash, I think we've got the dates on that by now. So we'll drop that up into the bar. The Liberal Gun Club announced their annual convention uh, that's coming up in October at the Pro Gun Vegas. We got Big Sandy, like I say, it got canceled. So we'll see Big Sandy, the only event in 2023 coming up in October. I'm going to go get the dates for Red October. That should be hopefully listed by now. Got Wanamaker, if you just missed it last weekend, it happens again in November. And then you got the USCCA show in Milwaukee again. And then the SAR show in December. Oh, look, I got this thing in September out of order. So we're going to go in and get that thing into the correct order. So what happens is, is I copy and paste the list from last year. So it's in the chronological order from last year. And then I update the dates. And if I don't resort, it's just uh, some of these things are out, not sorted. So we're going to go back down and change USCCA. I'm editing these things in blocks. So now I can just scoot that block up to the September 8th. Oops. So the USCCA thing up to wherever September 8th would normally live. Somewhere up in front of Veterans Top Shot, I guess. Yeah, I got up there. So then we'll update that and go back to view the page. Or actually, we can leave it on edit because hopefully we're about to go find some dates. So Red October Rifle Dynamics. We'll click over to their website and find out that they still have 2022 stuff listed. So now we'll jump over to their Instagram. Come on, you got to tell me there's no link to their Instagram on here. That makes no sense. Yeah, no link to Instagrams. Weird. All right, take their word for it. And then the Clash Batch Texas. We know about Lethal Weapons Texas. That happened in March. Uh, this was built with oh, Event Create. Create a free event website. Interesting. All right, so this happened, and we'll put it in here, even though it already happened, just to archive it. So this happened in March 11th, All right before Big Sandy. So this is super fun. I have a couple of links out there, but evidently it's too late for people to jump over here. They're too scared to jump over. But uh, sometimes I leave links out there, sometimes I don't. And this time uh, there's no links. So if you're out there, there's not too many people listening, I guess, tonight. Uh, feel free to leave some comments, say something if you want. Otherwise, super fun watching somebody update calendars. But guess what? This is what happens. People have to do this stuff unless you... Uh, if there was enough uh, subscriptions to this channel, I suppose we would have uh, 
hired some kind of intern to do this and we could just sit around talking about something fun and exciting, but right now we're just updating this stuff, getting it done, showing how it's done so you can see how to do it, one, and see how easy it is technically. All right, so we got lethal weapons in there, but what we didn't find is anything about Kalash Bash 2023. So I'm going to go look at their, their Facebook thing, which I don't like doing. Well, it says official, official t-shirt 2023. Well, maybe they do have it already scheduled. Scrolling down a little bit. Pre-register, no, that's lethal weapon. So, see, I don't like Facebook. This is all lethal weapons, Texas, so. So, is there a date on here? Oh, this is a t-shirt for lethal weapons too, so. Yep, I guess we don't have nothing for that. And then uh, I guess that's all we had. So we're going to put the cartridge show in here. Uh, let's see. St. Louis International Cartridge Show. S-L-I-C-S. -S. Wow, how come I can't? Copy that. Okay, so when is this going to be? April 5th. So it'll go approximately right there. And St. Louis Mo. And that's and that is April 5th. Through the eighth, so tomorrow through the weekend. And here's the website. So I tried to get the dude on who's like running it, and evidently that wasn't possible. So uh, I'll try to get him on after and uh, do like an after action of the event and see how it went. So now we got the cartridge show in there, that's cool. All right, so now we're going through the saved things over on the Instagram. We weren't going to really comment on them. I'll just scroll back and see if any of these things have dates on them or if any of these things are coming events. I think this is. This is for the tactical games. So now I'm just scrolling back through some saved Instagram posts to see if any of these things are, uh, I guess, alerts of coming events, like uh, talk, talking about like this, Washington, May 20th. This is a course, I guess. 
Guardian long range. I'll open that in a new window. Going through, looking for any other like announcements of upcoming events. This was the canceling of the Big Sandy event. That's Patriots patch panel right there. Oh, this is when I was going through and looking at a whole bunch of my own posts, resorting some stuff, and it went and saved everything I resorted as if I viewed it, which was interesting. There's a uh, patch swap coming up up in Phoenix this weekend. I'm not going to put those on the calendar, but they are coming up again. I already have the convention on the calendar. Standalone if you must, but stand. That's interesting. Let me open that up because that's a patch of some sort or some kind of a embroidered thing. So this is super boring, but I'm essentially just going back through a bunch of my own saved posts and seeing if anything is an alert about an event that's upcoming or some kind of an announcement of an upcoming event so that I can add them to the calendar. But uh, only found two or three and they're kind of not even, they're kind of adjacent to two-way. They are sporting events, essentially. All right, well, I'm definitely not finding anything. So I think there's gun proms. So I'm gonna head over to Gun Owners Radio and we'll see what they got to say. So tactical games, we'll see what their link trees got to say. If they don't have a calendar with some kind of events listed here, then so newsletter, physical challenges, registration, store. They don't even have a calendar in here. They definitely are assuming that you know exactly what's up and that you're just using their sites for navigation. Way to assume. Way to assume. So then you got Guardian Long Range. Let's uh, go find their main site and then their website and we'll see what they've got. I'm a big fan of their events. They're uh, a good organization and they do long range events, long range shooting events that are open to all kinds of types of shooters to give people some experience and some challenge. So it looks like they this year have five, May, July, August, September, and November. So I probably should add them to the list, but I'm not gonna do it during this show. Uh, then we got apple seed. 
So what was this all about? If you know the month of April is near and dear to our apple cedars in celebration of Patriots Day, Appleseed is proud to announce the first of five new designs in an annual series of Patriots Day shirts and patches with the theme, uh, the theme, we are descended from dangerous men. Each year we will showcase a different figure from what, from that faithful spring day in 1775. This year we have John Parker, the Lexington militia, turned out to lead this man to start, despite his struggle with advanced tuberculosis. He ignored his ruined health and stood with his men to face those who had robbed them of their liberty. Learn more about John Parker and the others who risked their lives at an Appleseed event near you. These shirts and patches will be given out at April events while they last. Dang it. So you got these for nothing for showing up. John Wesley shot a man once just for snoring and the Appleseed Project gave you that patch just for showing up. All right, now we go to uh, Gun Owners Radio and let's see what they got going on about some kind of events. Range day. Shooting SoCal, Seminar, Cocktail Hour, Tabletops, Spring Barbecue. That was already on the first. <coughs> I don't see nothing about prom, so I haven't been listening to their show. I've had it on, but I haven't been listening. So if anybody knows when gun prom is, let me know. I don't see anything in here about it yet. I would think that they'd have more than just the tabletop events. Shooting social, March 4th. No. All right, I don't think they have a prom, otherwise they probably would have talked about it by now. All right, so nothing at Guardian, and now I'm going to go in, what are we, going into April. So we got the Battle of Lexington and Concord. We got the 5.45 uh, by 39 ammo ban. What else we got? Marion Hammer. It's her birthday. Arizona State Gun, you're welcome. Henry Quackenbush coming up later on this month. What else do we got in April? Hope he's getting all snorty. Sleep snorting. We got uh, Eugene Snow Stoner passing away. Arizona Constitutional Carry, did I mention that? 
2010. Mosin was born in April. I'm guessing the U.S. Navy Special Warfare Command was created in April. Thomas Jefferson was born in April. Scrolling and scrolling here, scrolling and scrolling, looking for more stuff from April. A lot of stuff throughout the whole year, so not everything's, well, they're definitely not in order. Now, of course, it's eight April which is the month where we celebrate the AK-47. And there's quite a few celebrations that happen during the month of April, specifically for the AK-47. All right, I think uh, we've found everything from April, maybe, maybe. The first shots at Creedmoor, I don't know if we mentioned that one, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the Gun-Free Schools Act uh, back in 95. Earth Day is Subutnik. Might wanna check on that, because that is, that, that is what it is, the Russian holiday of Subutnik. You show your dedication to the state and your devotion to the state by cleaning public areas, and that's what Earth Day comes from. So if you celebrate Earth Day, you're celebrating communism. And I believe we have come to the end of that list. So talking approximately, I'm gonna scoot this over. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, items to add to the calendar if there's no duplicates there and I've included all of them. So I don't have a calendar to add them to is the problem. So I'll be adding those to Instagrams. We'll be adding those to some other places to pop up uh, kind of on a schedule, I'm on a schedule. But uh, our goal tonight was to go through and get into some of this. Um, I'm going to run a commercial here and slurp a little bit of coffee, wiggle this dog around, see if the co-host wakes up. But if anybody's got any questions or comments, feel free to make them. Uh, it is a live conversation. There are just a few people showing up tonight. So if this isn't a good night because of weather or timing or something. Uh, we don't have to force nothing. Uh, I can uh, turn on some music and listen to, uh, you know, some music while I'm getting the rest of this task work done. But uh, unless there's somebody out there that has something to talk about, like, like I say, I'll uh, kind of run a commercial here uh, for our gear website store and we'll see if anybody out there wakes up from the noise and we'll uh, finish up.
So we started a little bit late tonight and that might have affected uh, people showing up for the live portion of the show. But thanks to Roy for showing up out there. If you're still out there. And uh, Chicago Mike was here earlier. If you're still out there or not. Uh, Sam, also out there. Doggo Stream. Hello from a fellow firearms enthusiast. Weapon lover. Right on. Uh, I'm not so much a weapon lover because there's swords and halberds and things that I don't really, you know, I'm aware of, but I'm not all that fan of. So I'm more of a gun liker than a weapon lover. But I hear you. I hear you. I'm down. And then uh, Gunswater saying Campano Pug. What it was. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, coma, coma pug. Oh, now I'm like he's in a coma. I was thinking companion, like a companion pug, because he is kind of like a. Well, a companion implies that he would be a useful ally. He's more of a burden pug, but uh, he stands around next to you all the time, like a companion. But he's also in a coma, so you could call him a coma pug. Gizzard is out there. I don't know if Gizzard wants to jump in, be part of the show tonight. Otherwise, uh, like I say, I've got some task stuff to do on this side, but uh, kind of boring. At least I feel like it's boring to just sit here and narrate what I'm doing. I got you. Lover of all times of weapons or types of, but yeah. See, the thing is, like, I can understand the, the armor and the knights in armor and that, like those kind of swords. I get it. I can handle a sword around. I mean, I have a bunch of swords, don't get me wrong. But uh, I'm just not into all that anymore. I used to be, and I can understand it. I'm just not into it for some reason. And then definitely not all the other stuff that's out there. Not even all the guns, really. I, uh, I like the a whole bunch of different guns, but... Uh, not so much for always from the shooting aspect. Some of them I just like because of how interesting they are. Anyway, kind of just rambling now at this point. So uh, speaking of that, uh, thanks to Gizzard. Can't thank Gizzard enough. One of the reasons I've got other things to work on here, uh, if we can't salvage something out of the live show tonight, is uh, because of Gizzard's help with something yesterday night, really. I didn't even get a chance to tell Clover about that. He booked out of the show last night, or this afternoon, when we were on our uh, coaching show. I was trying to tell him about how awesome of a tip Gizzard gave me. So uh, thanks again for that. But uh, Guns and Knives being at the top? Oh, I hear that. I guess if you get into... Putting a bayonet on the front of a Kalashnikov or a Soviet small arm, you got you got to pretty much call that a weapon system, and I could I could see that. All right, well, guess what? We're thirty six minutes in, and I'm sick of having thirty minute shows. There are people out there chatting, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, I've got this task work to do, but I got an idea, so I'm gonna go grab something. You can watch this dog. Probably just lay here. There's no way he's going to freak out because I leave. 
He's probably just going to lay here, so it's no big deal. He'll just lay here being good, and I'll be back in a minute. My goodness, he is tired. Look at he didn't even care that I left. Normally he would freak out. He's super tired. All right, well, so that didn't work. That was a failed experiment. I was about to go grab something and I went in there to grab it and it was underneath a lot of stuff and there's no way I'm moving all that stuff. But it is something that I've been wanting to do as a project. So uh, maybe I'll uh, get in there, move that stuff, do that as a small project, but I'm not going to nothing we got a bunch of uh, barbecues kids uh, was selling Girl Scout cookies so those came in today so instead of just eating a bunch of Girl Scout cookies I went out walking and this dude here super tired super tired now from all that walking this is where all the patches are on this is the files for all of these. One million stitches turned into this many patches. So, uh, like I say, lots of projects to work on. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There, it says there's a couple of people out there, but uh hate to leave everybody hanging. You know, tonight we're working on the calendar. Um, I'll, I guess I'll put the link out there. Let's see what happens. Skeptical about doing this, but I'm going to try it. We'll see if anybody jumps in. If anybody jumps in, we'll do quick conversation. Otherwise, we can say that we tried and we'll uh, we'll uh, wrap it up. As like I say, I got work. I got uh, I don't necessarily have to do, but I need to uh, try to get as much stuff here as I can get done, so that it gets done before I got to leave it for the next time, which is a month away. And this guy doesn't help me at all. For the most part, he just sits here looking at me. Doesn't even spell check or anything. All right, well, like I say, we uh, tried to salvage it there, keep the conversation going, but all I'm doing is clicking on stuff, and it's annoying enough that uh, 
Yeah, no worries, man. Uh, I don't know when you're getting on the road here, but obviously you got enough stuff to uh, work on. But uh, I'm trying to say, see, so I'm getting tied up, trying to just click on stuff and copy and paste and click. There's nothing even interesting to talk about. And I'm not good enough to uh, come up with something to say that's clever while I'm clicking here. So we uh, gave it an effort. We're not going to blame it on this puppy. We're going to blame it on Nancy Pelosi. But uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Ten years ago today, what's this say? The 2023 assault. What? What, what is this trying to say? Hold on. Disarming law-abiding people of this state. I'm going to use a word that some people may take issue. Okay, 10 years ago today, the 2013 assault weapons ban passed. 10 years ago, we said never again. Tyranny. This bill is tyranny. This bill is directed at disarming the law-abiding people of this state. I'm going to use a word that some people... So it looks like Connecticut is getting their asses handed to them. Vote no on HB 6667. Watch for the latest of on all this bills. Hit the take action button at the... Uh, Connecticut Citizens Defense League page. Uh, Never Enough Ammo, who has a link off into this show, but it's too late for him. He, he can only link during the early hours of the day. Uh, posted a thing that says a German man came into the pub and tried to ask for cutlery, but ended up saying, I need some food weapons. And now that's how he's going to re be referring to them. So you could refer to your knife and fork as food weapons. Finally, after a long Matt won't join because he's rambling about Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. I've uh, I've debated doing science fiction chats and stuff, but uh, based off of some information I got the other night, I might actually be doing more of that for the money because it turns out I might be able to monetize something like that. So there might be something like that going on. Alrighty. Well, we're about an hour in and I don't like pulling teeth. Appreciate everybody joining us. But, uh, you know, I could just put on some music and the way YouTube works. I've been thinking, ah, I guess I'm not doing that now. When I'm working on some other projects, like when I'm working on the uh, patch designs, sometimes I'll work on those in the evenings after this show. I might start doing that on what's what not. 
that eBay YouTube kind of mix because I can put the music on over there and just work. And then if somebody wants to buy something, great, but I can just have a live stream going with music. And I kind of like uh, that idea because this would be a lot more interesting if I could just put music on and then when somebody says something, I could go like this, talk about it and go back to the music or whatever. All right. Speaking of movie reviews, did anybody watch uh, the new movies that are out right now? What's all this about? One day you wake up and all of a sudden you're hit by lightning. I didn't set out to do what I'm doing right now. Like I didn't set out to do what he's doing right now. DeSantis and Trump will be at the NRA thing. Both be at the NRA thing. All right, I guess we'll uh, actually, finally, eventually wrap this thing up. I'm done scrolling through Instagram for like hours and hours and hours and hours. Oh, that's a sweet picture. T-33, the shooting star has been in the skies. That's interesting. So evidently, they can fly around a drone anytime they want over at the Air Museum, which is driving me nuts because now I really want to drive a drone around at the Air Museum. All right. Well, I think I will also attempt to scoot over and get this uh, patch. I made a patch in the last chat before the barbecue chat. And uh, I'm going to try to get that thing going and maybe sew one of those out tonight and see uh, if that worked or not. Uh, so, kind of a boring show. Don't 
I don't know what's going on over here. Here, I'm going to go uh, check out Open Source Defense. And we'll read their blog from 14 hours ago. Rights are defined in calm time. There we go. I'll give you the link over here so you can read it yourself if you want. I'm assuming my audio still works. I might have just be talking to myself this whole time for all I know. Um, click on that. Looks like the last comment was eight hour, eight minutes ago. So uh, rights are defined in calm times and lost in emergencies. That might sound depressing, but it's really only way things could be. Individual rights are by definition an anti-majoritarian concept. So the only time they come in handy is when the majority doesn't want you to have them. A popular right needs no protection. If, on the other hand, an alleged emergency has convinced a majority that your rights are dangerous, that's precisely when you, your rights are useful. How useful will depend on the circumstances. At times, people's rights haven't been useful enough to allow them to grow food on their own property or live outside of a prison while being of Japanese descent or sue via their estate after being shot dead by apparent carjackers who tuned out to be police officers incompetently investigating a report of a man sleeping in his car. At other times, rights have withstood majority attacks until recently, perhaps, the ACLU built its reputation on winning such cases. So what determines how any particular case, case will shake out? One bulwark is procedural. It's hard to pass a new law. There are lots of executive ways to hollow out a right, but if a new law is required for the task, the right is often protected by how easily it is to derail legislation. Scalia put it like this at a 2011 Senate committee hearing. The real key to dis distinctiveness of America is the structure of our government. One part of it, of course, is the independence of the judiciary, but there's a lot more. There are very few countries in the world, for example, that have a bicameral legislature, whatever that means. Very few countries have two separate bodies in the legislature, equally powerful. That's a lot of trouble, as you gentlemen doubtless know, to get the same legislative language through two different bodies elected in a different fashion. Very few countries in the world have a separately elected chief executive. Sometimes I go to Europe and talk about separation of powers, and when I get there, I find that all I'm talking about is independence of the judiciary because the Europeans don't even try to divide the two political powers, the two political branches, the legislative and the chief executive. In all of the parliamentary countries, the chief executive is the creature of the legislature. There is, uh, there's never any disagreement between them and the prime minister, as there is sometimes between you and the president, oh, as there is sometimes between you and the president. When there's a disagreement, they just kick him out. They have no confidence vote, the new election, and they get a new prime minister who agrees with the legislature. 
the Europeans look at our system and say, well, it passes one house, it doesn't pass the other house. Sometimes the other house is in control of a different party. It passes both, and this president has a veto power and vetoes it. They look at this and say, it's his gridlock. And I hear Americans saying this nowadays. There's a lot of it going around, and they talk about a dysfunctional government because there's a disagreement. And the framers would have said, yes, that's exactly the way we set it up. We wanted this power contradicting power because the main ill that besets us, as Hamilton talked about in The Federalist, when he talked about a separate Senate, he said, yes, it seems inconvenient, but inasmuch as the main ill that besets us in excess of legislation, it won't be so bad. This is 1787. He didn't know what an excess of legislation was. So unless Americans can appreciate that and learn to love the separation of powers, which means learning to love the gridlock, which the framers believed would be the main protection of the minorities, the main protection, end quote. So that's the procedural protection. Even if there's a consensus to restrict a right, the motley crew executing that restriction might trip over its own feet. The other protection is to talk the Motley crew down, and that's where gun rights are pretty unique. Consider the right to be free from unreasonable searches at issue in the war on drugs affect the warrant requirement. Or consider speech rights at issue in the current attempt to criminalize the possession of TikTok with intent to distribute. There are popular agreements in those domains. There are principled arguments, but the popular ones aren't the principled ones. Note, this isn't about people's private beliefs or about what's right or wrong. We're focusing on the popularity contest here. A purely descriptive question. What are the arguments that politicians reach for when they're on TV and trying to be effective? When a drug warrant leads to needless deaths and draconian prison sentences, there are some popular arguments against that, but drug defendants have natural rights, which are being violated here. It's not one of them, nor for that matter, it's a, is it a popular argument against the underlying drug laws themselves? It's the case of the potential TikTok ban. Even politicians who are opposed to it mostly frame their arguments in terms of it not being the correct social media legislation, not in terms of the speech rights at issue. This is not to say as a technical matter, they should. Politicians try to do what is effective and people, including the issues above, don't always agree that protecting the impl impl implicated rights is the most important goal. The point is observational. We're not, we're noting domains where the principal position is not the popular one. That's where gun rights stand out. Remember gun rights? This is a newsletter about gun rights. Easily the most emotional debated individual right in the US. So you think it would be one where the popular position hedges about trade-offs, pros and cons, etc. But counterintuitively, the mainstream case for gun rights is that you have a natural right to protect your life with weapons, whether from a criminal or the government. That's both the underlying principle and the rah-rah applause line for politicians that favor gun rights. See this example from 2020. And there was this guy doing a 
post. This is not exactly a paragon of reasoned debate, but it's kind of the point. The mainstream political position for supporters is to hold up the totem and say special words. In the free speech domain, this would be like a politician opposing software bans by wearing one of the RSA encryption t-shirts from the 1990s crypto wars. Holy shit, is that taking a specific flashback? Anyway, interesting, yeah. Appealing to a niche, sure. But effective on the masses, no. Except in gun rights, it is effective. It's tempting to say that gun rights is one of the last domains where the principled argument is the popular one. But that gives the past too much credit. Principled arguments for rights have almost never been popular. See some case in 1919 where a Supreme Court upheld a man's conviction for distribution of flyers, urging resistance to the World War I draft. Where rights have thrived, it has only been because of what a chore it is to pass a new law and the occasional favorable court ruling. Today, guns are unique in this respect, but that's not a permanent condition. In the 1989 to 1994 period, when every current state-level assault weapons ban had its initial version made into law and the federal government passed its own assault weapons ban, how effective were principled arguments for gun rights? Question mark. That goes back to culture as things tend to do. Principled-based arguments are sticky once someone has accepted them, but getting that acceptance is not easy. People can't be tricked or browbeaten into it. They have to want to believe the principle. That's a discovery process that they have to drive. What we can do to help is keep building the sort of culture that general public feels is worth defending on principle. It's actually pretty good. I like this blog, uh, Open Source Defense. I think it's somebody that used to work at Facebook or something. And then now they just do this blog and that's their thing. That was from today, earlier today. Uh, it's called Open Source Defense OCR. I'll drop another link to their instant grams and they post a bunch of weird pictures that kind of are about guns, I guess. Anyway, I was uh, going through the list here, updating the calendar, scrolling through my Instagrams, scroll, trying to find um, uh, events or updates or whatever, alerts, and I haven't found any more. So I'm going to wrap this one up. I've threatened it more than once or twice. Now I'm threatening this dog. We're ending it, puppy. I don't care what you say, puppy. We're ending this show now, this time around. We're not kidding. It's ending as soon as I can find where the buttons are. It's over. It's ending it. So we're right at an hour. That's our con 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 contractual obligation to ourselves here. We want to keep going for at least an hour every night. You can be part of this show. You can help support the show by going to our Patreon be part of what we got going on. Let's take a look at some of these patches, right? So here's some patches that we make on our robot. Let's say you had this one here and you wanted to buy something like a 
let's say you wanted to get something like, there you go. Something like this one off of the store. Well, you could buy it off the store, but that AK, it ain't going to be gold. You know who gets the gold AKs on these patches? Patrons. People that help support what we're doing. Just one of the many perks, one of the many bonus perks of being a patron. So thanks again to the people that uh, are part of what we're doing here. And we'll be back tomorrow. Barbecue will be on in the morning. Cape Gunworks is on in the afternoon. Chris from the 740 is the rightful owner of the Wednesday night slot. And then Sandhills came along and corked them. It's a intentional, deliberate, weekly, public corking every week. You have to make a decision now between listening to uh, being part of the uh, Chris from the 740 show or Sandhills. After that is roll call, and then we'll be back. And then after that is this dude. Thanks for watching and listening.